I'm Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, the Q&A session where we answer your questions about journal writing. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining us for another episode of Journal Talk Q&A. I'm here with Heather Severson again. Welcome back, Heather, to Journal Talk Q&A. Oh, thanks. It's great to talk with you again. This is, this is, this is so exciting. It's like three times <laughs> we've gotten to show up here on your show. I feel like celebrity. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's like having your own TV show back in the day. Remember how, wow, I got my own TV show? That's so awesome. <laughs> People we used to love that. Just, yeah, we, we, just, we, we, can have, we have our own little Nathan and Heather world going on right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. So welcome back. We have a great question. And this comes from Joyce. And you know, I don't emphasize this enough, but you are welcome, listeners of all ages, you're welcome to send in a question. Uh, I have a dial in phone number, you can call and leave a message. You could text it to me, you can, you can email it to me, you can tweet it to me, however you want. This is and I, f I don't always acknowledge the person that provided the question, but I should because I've been promising a thank you gift. So Joyce, you will receive in the mail, a thank you gift for this wonderful question. And Joyce asks us basically, is there a way to write in my journal so that I will want to reread my entries in years to come? And I think that's such a profound question that's so thoughtful and insightful. How do I journal in a way that I will want to reread my entries in future years? Huh. Well, that is really, it's really, it's really a deep question because it brings up questions of readership, even if it's only you who is the reader. Uh, so it, it brings up some classic issues of writing in general. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what do you think, Nathan? Well, I think that, uh, first of all, just again to acknowledge that the fact that you're asking this question, Joyce, tells me you're probably already doing all the things that we're going to suggest. I, I have a suspicion that you're, if you're already conscious, if you want this material to be useful to you in the future, you know, you're already thinking along those lines. You're probably somebody who goes back and rereads stuff from the past. And I know I've done that. I've re re taken time to reread journal entries from the past. I'll pick up a random old one sitting on my shelf or in a box in the garage and just shuffle through. And I'll find that some of the most interesting things that I never thought would be interesting are so fun to read. And then you get things that like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is just me kind of snoozing and not really paying attention, you know, but but really what I'm going to share are the things that I have found uh, most pulling, the things that really pull my attention and the things that I get the most that nostalgic reaction from. It's sort of like a paradox. You know, if you're writing to try to impress yourself in the future, those tend to be the blah entries. For me, anyway. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed that. If I'm trying to write in a way where I'm trying to impress my future self, it really sounds like that's all I'm trying to do, you know, and it doesn't bring, it doesn't pull me in. But if I write as though I'm just writing to myself in the moment and I'm, I'm just writing to kind of dump and get it out and share what's going on and, and staying present to what's happening right then and there, those are the things that grab me because I can transport myself back to that time. 
And, you know, when you're rereading, there's a lot of different ways. We could go on a whole side conversation about why should I read my journal entries. There, there's, you know, probably a couple dozen different reasons why you would even want to go back and read them. But the ones that get my attention the most are the ones where I'm just staying present. I'm just recording the moment. I'm just being there with whatever, if it's frustration or anger or happiness, accomplishment, if there's a struggle and I'm just putting down, you know, what elements of the struggle are bothering me the most, that that is so fun to read later because it gives me that perspective, it gives me that nostalgic feeling like, wow, I handled that. And the part of the reason I probably handled that so well is because I was doing that. I was doing the work of learning about myself. Wow, this person often, do you ever get this? Does this ever happen to you, Heather? I go back and I'll read a, a journal entry where I'm frustrated or fighting with something. Mm, yeah. And I'm so impressed by the way that little boy <laughs> it, it was handling it that I say to myself god I wish I were like that <laughs> mm, oh, <laughs> I, wish, yeah. I wish I did I wish I had enough insight to be able to handle things like that oh um, it turns out you do it's a good reminder right yes. that's one of the many reasons to reread but oh yes and 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 there's so much authenticity to it yeah I mean if you feel like you're a stuffed shirt when you're writing it you're going to feel like you're reading it from a stuffed shirt. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, look at that pompous person that I was trying to impress myself or whatever. Yes, yes. But, you know, if you're really there, it's just, you know, like any good writing, it's authentic, it's sincere, it's in the moment. It's, you know, and so when you reread that, you, you find yourself charmed by that little boy that you were or that, you know, that, that you think you were so innocent or so, you know, whatever. That, and, or, or maybe you even just acknowledge how far you've come since then. So, mm -hmm, so yeah, mm -hmm. writing about reality and the, with the voice that you have at the time, absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're the perfect expert to talk about. I mean, this is what our Journal Talk interview was all about. You shared an entire methodology for being able to trace back what was important. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Well, sure. I would love to. Now, I like to index my journals. And I didn't start this until years into my practice. So I, I, I had to kind of, and I've developed it as I've gone, you know, and there's, there's ways to go back and retroactively do this. But one practice that I like to do is if I feel like what I'm writing about is really significant or it's, it feels like it's quote unquote good writing to me, I put a star or a sticker or a post-it note on that page and then at the very back of my journal I have a page that I where I write the date, the page number and I number my pages just for this purpose and I write the topic or sometimes I even rewrite the entire epiphany or the insight and then I make a photocopy or scan that that last page with the dates of the journal in it so if I ever do want to go back to that I'll know how to find it very quickly. Mm. So it's nice to be able to go back and find what, and I call these my journal gems, I mean, because I know that someday I'm going to go mine my journals for these things. But, you know, and, and those are the things that I'll probably look to first when I come back to reread. Mm -hmm. But this does leave out the important passages you write when you don't even recognize those as jewels. Those yes. are like the daily moments you were talking about just now, mm -hmm. about, you know, those, those moments, those ordinary moments in your life that when you read them back later, those turn out to be invaluable to you. So when in the moment, you don't always recognize what's going to be important to you later. So, you know, you kind of have to be open to rereading and looking for value that you don't even know you've put into it yet. Mm -hmm. Yes. And for more information on Heather Severson's Write It Out Journal Workshop, where you go into more detail about all of this, 
where should they go? If you go to writeitoutjournal.com, and I believe we'll put the, no- the link in the show notes, too, for people. Absolutely, that yes. Out? Yep, okay. yep, writeitoutjournal.com. And you can find out about these workshops where they teach you, Heather teaches you how to really gather these key insights and, and journal gems and save the index. I love the indexing method. That's just, that's if you're not using an electronic journal that can do searches and all that, and even if you are, having a nice table of contents type of a booklet of indexes, the master index of all indexes mm-hmm. <laughs> is such a such a great idea. And it's something that you can, you just start little by little. Right. And you can go back in time and do it later. But you know what, when you're trying to make a point with your family about something about when it happened or what happened, <laughs> when you have your journal index, you always win. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the best selling point for it. But you know, mm. Yeah, yeah. It's another motivation. Uh, Yeah, it depends on your family, right? My family's pretty cool, but they they also stopped arguing with me a long time ago because I'd say, oh, oh yeah, I'm going to look at my journal. Uh Right, that kind of ended it. (laughs) Okay, okay, you're right. Let's (laughs) let her be right. (laughs) It may be an illusion, but they let me think I'm right for a while. That's funny. Joyce, the only other suggestion I might leave you with is, you know, it's okay to state the obvious in your journal from time to time. Challenge yourself to, you know, to say, don't assume that you're going to know everything going on at this time in your life or that you're going to remember everything. It's okay to put little key markers in your journal writing, even though you're staying present and you're focusing on the now and you're just dealing with what you're dealing with at the moment. You know, don't try to like you're writing for your future self. But at the same time, if you put little key markers about things that you might take for granted as obvious, you know, mom just finished her surgery or some other time time related stamps. You know, I'm still seeing Brad. After two years, I'm still dating Brad <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that may, yeah. you know, that may uh, bring up who knows what. If you're married to Brad and you're, you're celebrating your 50-year anniversary, then that's very charming. If you go, oh my God, that guy, I forgot his name. Oh, you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So state the obvious, challenge your assumptions, and make it be okay to just write a few obvious things that you take for granted every day, while at the same time being present in the now. Those are the best journal entries. That's what I like to go back and reread. And again, there's probably thousands of reasons why somebody might go back. And Heather, you brought up one, you know, uh, being right in your family <laughs> arguments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful. I must, I must issue a cautionary statement if you use that. Again, it, has, it depends on the sense of humor of your family. I happen to be lucky in that regard, but, you know, use with caution. Yes. Any other final remarks? Uh, no, I think the main thing, again, is just keep writing. Just write, 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 write. Keep on It'll all writing. sort it out. Yes. Yeah. It'll all sort out in the end. Yeah, exactly. And remember the paradox. You know, if you're, if you're writing to impress yourself, then it's probably not going to. If you just write for the moment, then you're probably going to impress yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the surprises, the little, the little epiphanies. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Thank you, Joyce, for that wonderful question. And I will send you a... Thank you, gift in the mail, and thanks for listening to the show and being part of it with us. And I have to say hi to Joyce, too. I think I know her. Yes, you do. She's a very reflective person. As, as you said at the beginning, I think she's not one who would have to worry about that. Just the fact that she asked the question again, you know. Yes. But, you know, she helps all of us have a, have a little epiphany. These about questions are related to all kinds of things, you know, yes. we'll, and they lead, they lead and feed off of one another. So we'll, we'll definitely touch on these points, I'm sure, again in, in another question in another way. Indeed. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. Keep on writing, and we'll see you again next time. 
Thanks for listening to Journal Talk Q&A. If you have a question you would like featured on the program in a future episode, please send it to me at Nathan at EasyJournaling.com. Nathan at EasyJournaling.com. I would love to feature it here and send you a little thank you gift for sharing your question. You can also send it to me in the form of a voice message. If you would like to share your voice on Journal Talk Q&A, you can dial this number. It's one 805-751-6280. That's a United States number and only normal toll charges apply. There's no extra charge for Journal Talk Q&A. Thanks everyone again and have a great week and we'll see you next time. Meanwhile, keep on writing. This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write, spelled W-R-I-T-E, the number four, life, L-I-F-E, dot U-S. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.